Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Season 2, Episode 19. Hello and welcome back to the Education on Fire podcast with me, Mark Taylor. This week it's all about computing and ed tech and it was taken live from the NAEP Education Conference um, back in 2016 in Oxford. Um, and I took the opportunity to go down and, and do some interviews with some of the keynote speakers and some of the people who were there as part of the trade exhibition. So you're going to hear some interviews with Stuart Swan, um, who's the vice chair of NAEP, as well as being there doing a keynote as part of the Lego education products that he's, that he's involved in. Um, I'll also be chatting to Stella James, who's the founder of Gooseberry Planet. Um, Miles Berry was also there. Um, and I also had a chance to chat with Tim Rylands as well. Um, and as well as that, also be chatting to, to Katie from Two Simple Software, who you may well know is part of um, Purple Mash and her organization created that fantastic product for, that's around in many, many schools. Um, so this week, you'll have the opportunity to listen to some of those interviews um, and hopefully get, get a real sort of insight into into what they have to offer and then how they can help you in your school Um, and then on Friday um, I did a more in-depth interview with Stella James talking about online safety and uh, that was a really interesting one about how to really help your school and parents and pupils and have a real sort of overall understanding of, of how we can really support people online and be safe so I hope you enjoy the week and this will start with Stella James and Tim so welcome back here we are at the NAEP conference. I'm delighted to be joined by Stella James. Hello. Um, so tell me, while you're here as a keynote speaker, and you've also um, got a stall here for Gooseberry Planet, can you tell me a little bit, first of all, about what you're going to be speaking about during the, during the conference? Um, I'm going to be covering online safeguarding in schools, basically, which is becoming a bigger and bigger challenge. And I think more and more schools are trying to find ways of um, dealing with the matter because more and more incidents is appearing. And... What do you th- find is the is the key barrier to that? Is it is it a, a lack of knowledge by schools? Is it a lack of knowledge by teachers or? Oh, do you know what? I think it's a combination of things. One is definitely lack of knowledge by teachers because at the end of the day, the internet, you know, is phenomenal. It's an amazing tool, but it's growing at such a rate that Goose, you know, um, Google only give you four percent of what's actually on the internet. So it's huge. So how's a teacher meant to keep up to date? It's a virtual impossibility, you know. Um. So do you believe that um, it, it's going to be people outside of school that are going to be basically self, self um, safeguarding um, our children in the internet and, and those sorts of things? Is it going to be professional people that are going to be supporting schools much more um, rather than schools themselves just being completely in control of this type of thing? Well, actually, it's up to the school to stay in control. And the, the new re- legislation that came out in September was keeping children safe in education. It is down to the school to implement certain things to adhere to that legislation. So, yes, there are professional bodies. There's companies like us that, you know, are helping teachers be educated on what's going on and what children are doing. But it is everybody's responsibility. It's not just the schools, it's the parents as well. Right. And, and th- that's part of the reason why... I decided that education on fire was going to be a good starting point as um, EdTech is obviously here we are in our season two now. Um, But it's just a place that we can go, which you feel that you're confident with in a community of people that have got experience with, with some of these technologies and so that they're actually able to 
really feel like they've got some support there and they get some understanding and some knowledge from people that are already involved in, in these types of things. So can you tell us a little bit about Gooseberry Planet and, and how that came about? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm a mum, ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> Foremost. And... Uh, Back in September 2013, my son, then 11, um, had his first mobile phone. So he was going to secondary school. So I went online to try and find something that I thought realistically an 11-year-old would do. And he's a little bit of a cool dude, um, you know, pretty much takes no notice of me whatsoever. And I went online and I couldn't find anything at all that I thought he would do. So that's when I came up with the idea of Gooseby Planet. So the children play a game. It's all through scenario-based learning and they go through potentially live scenarios that could happen online. Then there is a platform for the teachers where there is a monitoring system, an assessment tool, a resource area. And then the final jigsaw puzzle is the parents. So we have an app for the parents so they can see how their child is being taught at school and what they're being taught at school. And there's some really cool notifications that we send out to the parents. That's great. And that, what, I, what I love about that is it's the whole community feel that the parents are involved, the children are involved, the school are involved. Um, I'm, obviously, I'm a parent myself and, um, and we had an incident where something was sent to him um, and he wasn't quite sure what to do. And he was obviously slightly concerned, but he did come to us and say, look, I've just received this. And it was just someone playing a prank and all that sort of thing. But it obviously really upset him. Um, and he knew the first point of call was to mention it to someone which was great yeah and um and we went to the school and the school did deal with it in a very um um efficient manner should i say but it, it did become a little bit of a, of, of a bigger deal and actually i think more of it was just the fact that it wasn't very cohesive after that point mm -hmm. of view it wasn't the fact that we could actually just say it's okay this is what it is and make it part of our living life it's not just an incident it's actually part of where we are online and being on the internet is part of our lives and the biggest thing and the research is saying is the more open we are with children the better it is to open a conversation and the more we shut them down and stop them from doing it the more danger we put them under you know and you are absolutely right we need to just keep talking we need to just going over scenarios and exactly the same way as we'd cross the road you know we teach our four and five year olds all the time look left look right you know cross the road hold the hand all and it's the internet is no different it's just a different way of parenting and the danger is is what you can't see not necessarily what you can see yes absolutely and and, and the internet is almost like the uh, the modern um, green cost code isn't it uh, yeah uh, no uh, totally yeah yeah, yeah. no absolutely that's, that's where we are and yeah. that's, that's what we're dealing with so you know what do we do about that and like I say all, all these um, all these products and all the people out there are trying to support the, um, everybody in school and parents to actually really really just make sure they feel safe because you can't you can't control children when they're crossing the road all you can do is give them the skills they need to do the best that they can and I think that's really where we're where we are with the internet and yeah. and what we're able to do with um, the education in, and, and tech and how that's all involved you know and I and, and and I've become more and more passionate about it and then the more I go into Gooseby Planet and the more I go into schools we do parent workshops you know and I was at one last night and a policeman came up to me and went do you know what that was brilliant because we're actually giving parents the tools in order to protect themselves and if they are going to post and they are going to use social media we all do it we all we are all doing it in some way, shape or form. So if we're going to do it, let's just protect ourselves while we're doing it. Absolutely. And the, and the tools are the key thing. And, um, and for all of those listening, um, we're going to have a, a longer interview with Stella um, to, to really go into how Gooseberry Planet works. And, and I'd like to even speak to some people who've got them in schools and see how they really get to do it. Chat to some parents and some children as well, because as we said, the community is the big thing and how it relates um, to all of these people. Um, so... What's the um, what's the most important thing apart from like saying being open and talking about these things that you think we can really take away um, from having 
these uh, an app as it were actually making it part of real life you said there's a scenario involved as well um sort of how realistic are they and and um they play as a little character called taff because children love playing games and they compete against each other and they collect stars find family members all those type of things um but because it's in a third party they tend to respond in a more natural way okay but what it does is preempt what potentially could happen online so there's the education process and the nice thing is it's repetitive you know there's big studies coming out about gamification and how how, you know, SAP are using it, B&Q are using it, because they're finding people are learning and it's changing behaviours, which is what we need to do, you know. And the statistics are, uh, you know, by a child, time a child is five years old, there will be a thousand images of that child online. Who's posting that? So it's a real education process of teaching te- teaching parents how to change privacies and, and teachers as well about what they're posting, how they're posting. And we're going to do it. But, you know, again, it's about being a bit savvy about it. Yes. And, and I think that's something that we don't often think about is the fact we, we think it's someone coming to us that's going to give us something or we'll end up in a website we don't want to go to. But the majority of these problems are probably the fact that, like you say, it's an image being posted by a friend of a friend or a family member and that sort of thing. And if you don't know how to change your Facebook settings or you don't want it to go on Twitter, then how, how do you go about that and where, where do you start? So, And that's the reason we're going to have lots of resources and lots of backup material on the website on educationonfire.com and lots of stuff from Gooseberry Planet. And, um, and we'll continue talking talking again another time where we can really delve into how the system works and and how it can work for all the community like we said the schools the parents and the children that'd be brilliant and i look forward to that brilliant thanks very much for talking all right, to us thank, thank you thank you i'm delighted to be joined by um tim rylands now um a great keynote speech um you. can you tell us a little bit about what you covered and um hey. and how technology really is affecting everyone in in education now well my name is tim rylands r-y-l-a-n-d-s and if you go to timrylands.com, or sorry, should that be timrylands.com, well, we don't have anything to sell, as it were, but we do have lots of links to useful, free, and interesting things for people to try. So timrylands.com. Oh, it's all gone quiet. Everybody's run off. Where'd they come? Oh, welcome back. Hello. So, yes, my name is Tim Rylands. So... What are some of the free things you have on your site which you, which you recommend which, and, and, and why do they really work for schools and children? Free things on this site I can't remember. If people click on the useful and interesting links, then everything is there. They don't have to sit through all the events that we do because we've got events and training from all around the world like India, Vietnam, Qatar, Denmark, Poland, all over the place. But... If they follow the useful and interesting links, it links off to things that they might want to try in their classroom with their children. Do you remember them? Yeah. Children. <laughs> yeah. I think the children first thing is something which obviously is incredibly important. One thing I really picked up on the, on from the, from the keynote was the, the getting out of the classroom. And I'd like, um, I'd like you to explain a little bit about getting out of the classroom not just in a physical sense but in a kind of an emotional sense which I think is what technology kind of frees everyone up to do a little bit. Can you explain a little bit about that? Well there are many different ways that technology can enhance the analogue so for example using things like ThingLink where you can link off to an image or related aspect it beats sitting down with a worksheet but also Oh, I don't know, so many things. Like, for example, we mentioned tag 
Galaxy this morning, taggalaxy.de, a German website, but don't panic, it's in English, <laughs> links to beautiful sites. It seems to be down at the moment, but that kind of aspect, I think, is where we shouldn't expect technology to be the answer. In other words, yes, using technology effectively and again if you have a look there are lots and lots of useful links but it has to go beyond that as well we do have to get them outside scratched by it sniffing it smelling it knowing what to do though when they don't know what to do is powerful whether it's analog or digital absolutely and i think getting the um getting the child to really be who they want to be and of course that we all hope is a is an incredibly rounded person which involves being outside being active being creative being musical or whatever it is that really gets them excited and from there then i think they'll progress into the kind of adult that um that they'd love to be sadly the world of i don't know the press whatever is expecting people to become i mean we've just had a conversation about somebody saying that um, a certain group were expecting children not to use computers. Well, unfortunately, they are prominent, they are prevalent, and maybe Steam wasn't available at some point. Well, technology is now, and we need to teach our children to use it effectively and creatively and be imaginative and get outside get scratched by it and sniff it and smell it and know what to do when they don't know what to do so whether it's analog or digital actually using things effectively is by any um, rationale whatever it is the, the main reason that we spend time with children absolutely and it's getting back to the fact that we're educating our children so that they can live their best lives we're not just educating them for the sake of educating them and i think that's probably the most important thing to remember yeah lovely thanks so much for talking to us okay. today and by the uh, way technology did you know that's actually a latin word technology is the latin for will not work <laughs> in fact, will not work in public, maybe. Or well, will not work when you need to use it. Well, it might do. Be creative. Thank you. Yeah, That's brilliant. Enjoy. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information, please go to educationonfire.com. <laughs>